welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm your host, Joe McCormick. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point of this podcast is to help you to become a better communicator, more intentional, more impactful, realizing that it's difficult. The environment that we communicate in is cluttered, um, quite as critical as a means to prepare and I'm talking a lot about how to communicate and how to be quiet and the correlation of those two things is vital. And before I dive into the podcast today, I wanted to just give you a little little bit of a heads up. I'll be, be more of this later, but I am excited to say that I'm writing a third book. The first book was brief. Um, and that was really difficult, but I think important. It led me to start the brief lab and to change the, the, the direction of my career to help professionals like you hone in on the skills that are needed every day to speak with, with impact, to speak with intention, to be clear and concise, to be brief. Then I wrote a book five years after that called Noise, Living, leading when nobody can focus. And the point of that book was to manage the environment that we're in. And the environment is noisy. It's, there's a lot of things competing for our attention. So I, I wanted to get you to start thinking about attention management and focus management. And if you haven't read those books, the, the quick summary was AM or attention management was around the things that you could do to help focus and improve your attention in this sea of noise. And then focus management, things that you can do to help other people filter out the noise. And that was a, it was a challenging book to write because it was really kind of dark in a certain sense of like how our world is going. And it was right before the, a pandemic where the world got really quiet and then really noisy. And I had a, an opportunity like all of you did to experience a world that was forced to pause and then back on and a lot of things that are just getting inside of our ears and, and consuming our attention 24-7 in the workforce and the workplace has changed. And in, in doing that throughout the whole time, at least for the last six plus years doing this podcast, upon request of some of my students um, in the military, they're like, you should do a podcast. And I took them up on it and we're in seventh season. Um about two-thirds of the topics around communication skills and about a third are around the value of silence and quiet as a method, as an approach, as a, men, as, a as a means to prepare, to give yourself time to prepare and to step out of the, the craziness and the noise to think about what you're going to say and then say it and then have an impact, do something. Um, so five years after the release of, of noise, we're closer to six next year, I will release a book called Quiet Works, Making Silence the Secret Ingredient of the Workday. I'm excited about the book, not because I write books to write books, but because um, the topic of today's podcast is, you know, why do people avoid quiet and why do they actually run from it? And what's inspired me to to talk about this, to, to write noise, but now to write Quiet Works is the value of quiet that it actually works. And I've started programs on this. If you go to quiet-works.com or thequietworkplace.com, either address will get you the same location. 
I've been thinking and working on this for a couple of years now about how to make quiet practical, how to make it simple, how to make it inviting. And all my research when I was writing noise about quiet as a, as a strategy to manage noise, the strategy of quiet, and I did a lot of research, was troubling for me. It was like, all right, I just, I ran from it. I didn't do it. I said you should do it. It's quiet is defined as the, the absence of noise. Um, then I stopped. I embraced it. I did it. Did it poorly. And it changed me. And it changed me in profound ways because the, the thing that was missing, that ingredient in my day, was, was quiet. And it was so occasional. It was so accidental. It was not intentional. It wasn't planned. It wasn't scheduled. That for the last two years, I've been thinking and talking more and more about the value of quiet. And it's motivated me to, to start these programs called Quiet Works Programs and certifying people in them and, and pushing this practice that, quite honestly, a lot of people just don't do. They talk about it. And what's got me thinking today is, you know, so I'm, you know, admittedly doing research and writing the book right now is getting into this very specific question, but like, why, do, why, why is it that people don't do it? And I'm not talking about at home personally. I'm talking about professionally. Nine to five, eight to six, whatever your workday might look like. Why don't you do this? And that's what I wanted to talk about today because many of us, myself included, say, I would love some peace and quiet. But that's not entirely true. Because day to day, week to week, if you look back at our schedules, we don't put any time against it. Now, I realized to some extent, or maybe to a great extent, I'm preaching to the choir because maybe you already do this because you've been listening to the podcast and because you've made this part of your day. And if so, I'm really, really happy because that's why I'm doing this. But for a lot of people, this thought of embracing quiet as a thing that I do every day without fail is something which is elusive to a lot of people in a professional context. So what I thought was, okay, well, let's start doing a little bit of research and thinking about, but why do people run from it? Not just avoid it, but like really when it comes, like I want it, but when it comes, I run the other way. And that's what happened to me. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, the list I've compiled, call it a top 10, is in no particular chronological or logical or even priority order. It's just a, a list of 10 reasons that I've given a lot of thought to, talked to a number of people about, and compiled a list that I think starts to get to the heart of why people run from it, why they avoid quiet in the, in the business day. Um, the first thing is it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. When I do it, it just feels like, it just feels like I, it's just weird. Second thing, it, it feels hard. It's difficult. The third, it seems unproductive. It seems like I'm not actually doing anything. It's another reason why people don't do it. Like I'm actually not doing anything. It's not productive. I got things to do. And I'm doing quiet. Number four, 
people, my coworkers, my clients don't let me. They, they don't leave me alone. I would love to do this if they stopped knocking on my door, or they stopped texting me, or they stopped interrupting me. Number five, technology is everywhere and it's addictive. I love being connected to my smartphone and my laptop and I love it. I just, when there's a moment, a break, anything, I go to it. It's, it, I, I'm drawn to it like a moth is to light. It's everywhere and it's addictive. Number six, quite isn't a habit. It's not routine for me. It's not something that I've, I'm kind of in the, in that habit of doing every day. Number seven, fear. I'm afraid of being alone and going deeper. I wouldn't admit it maybe, but superficially we feel like I don't want to go there. I don't want to think what I might think. I don't want to find what I might find. There's, there's a fear there of being alone. Eight, I don't know how to do it or what to do. So if you gave it to me, I really don't know how to use the time. So it feels like there's a lack of knowledge or experience behind it. Number nine, there's nowhere to do it without distractions. So in my life, in my work life, the best thing I can come up with is hiding out in the bathroom or going back to my car. There's no place without distractions to find quiet. And finally, it's boring. I don't do it because honestly, it isn't fun and it's not fulfilling. Now that's my top 10. I'm going to go back over them again and go maybe a bit deeper. Why people avoid it. Well, first it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. I mean, I'm not used to it. It just, the noise is lingering in my head. Um, I feel alone. It's just kind of just, what am I supposed to be doing here? It's just awkward. It's weird. It's hard. It's tough. I got to focus. I feel like I've got ADD and it's impossible to focus and keep my mind centered on one thing. And my brain's all over the place. And my elusive 600, if you're familiar with the term is on fire, the duration of the time, it feels long. So five minutes of quiet feels 10 minutes longer than five minutes of information consumption or quote unquote work, just the time slows down tremendously. And research indicates that 10 minutes on a computer and 10 minutes of quiet feel totally different. Our sense of time is warped. It feels unproductive. Like I'm wired to do, to get stuff done, to-do lists to done, going from green to red, check the box. Quite just doesn't feel like it's useful. It doesn't feel productive. It feels like a luxury. People don't let me do this. Like I have no autonomy. I mean, I wish I could, we might say, but all my coworkers, I mean, I'm going it alone. Uh, we haven't agreed upon any rules. There are no boundaries. We haven't set any social norms at work. I put a do not disturb sign out. I put a sign on my door and people just blow right past it. Like, they don't let me do it. They don't leave me alone. Please stop talking, they say. But just one more thing. The technology in our life is everywhere. I mean, I can't go anywhere without it being wired or wireless. Gas stations, 
um, conference rooms on me notifications like everywhere I go there's a wireless signal and connect I'm connected to the grid and when I'm on it's it's kind of addictive I can't I, I don't want to admit it but the world is wired and their screens are everywhere and I just can't stop consuming it it's just like eating popcorn like I said in the book noise and drinking Diet Coke it's like it's very fulfilling it leaves me empty but man it's kind of addictive my brain is just releasing dopamine and just looking for the next, if I can just check this next thing and the next alert, not one more text message, just one more thing. I can't shut my phone off. Not a habit. Like I don't have the habit of doing this. It really is a very occasional, rare, random thing in my day, but it's not part of the day. I haven't built it in as a habit. I don't start the day with quiet. I start the day with technology. My calendar is filled with everything that has to do with collaboration and information consumption, meetings, 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 but there's nothing on my calendar that says that I have the habit of quiet. Um, I'm afraid, honestly, we might say to ourselves, like, if you really pushed me, why don't I do this? Because I don't want to sit alone with my own thoughts for five minutes. I got a whole thing in my basement. I don't even want to look down there. If you think about it, like, so it's room. It's it's like I don't even want to go there and, and think about these things. I might have things that are, are are difficult, admittedly difficult, that I don't want to face, that I might start thinking about if I had quiet. I, I the technique of how do how do I do this and what to do and and all that just seems so foreign to me. Like I've never done this before, so it seems like it's not just awkward. It feels like I'm feel futile, like a three year old when I'm doing quiet. And we might think too. The places where we work aren't designed for quiet. So there are distractions everywhere and there's literally nowhere to go in the workplace for this is another reason why people can't in our defense. And then finally, let's face it, we love doing things that are fun, focuses and fun. It's boring. It seems like dreary work to put our head down and do it like that. So that's my list. Hopefully that gets deeper and it helps me because I'm writing this book, Quiet Works, which comes out next year. 2024. So here's a parting thought. When you feel like running, don't. When you feel like quiet's impossible, it's not. When you feel like giving in to noise, don't. And when you feel like you can't do quiet, you can. Just say. 